Hello, listener. You've tuned into another Save Point session. It's your host, Dan. And your co-host, Antonio. And boy, are my feet tired. Boy, are my feet dead. Uh, why, are, why are our feet dead, Antonio? Well, you see, I decided to take up walking, uh, but not just walking anywhere. I decided to walk to a very special place called Eorzea. I don't know if you've heard of the critically acclaimed MMO Final Fantasy XIV with a new free trial, including the Heavensward and Stormblood expansions. Are you talking about the same Eoria that is featured in the uh, game Final Fantasy XIV? Damn right. And uh, we've got a couple of cool new announcements that have come to us thanks to the wonderful event that was the Final Fantasy XIV North American Fan Fest held right here in Las Vegas, our own little gold saucer itself. Yeah, so we are literally recording this on the Sunday after Fan Fest. We are exhausted, but we I know had I know time. you're in you're in your hotel room right now, I think, right? Yep. Yep. It's yep. Remote recording, but we're we're making it work. I know we tried to do a live recording, but we both <laughs> kind of, too late. We we both underestimated how tired we were going to be at the end of all of this. Oh boy, did we. So where should we start with this one? I I guess we could go over some of the big announcements that Yoshi P gave us on uh, Saturday. Oh my god. So, I mean, let, let's get it out of the way. We all knew that this was going to be the first of three fan fests, so we're going to be getting, you know, trickled information on mm -hmm. brand new expansion, but as always... We got our very first sneak peek into the new 7.0 expansion, Dawn Trail. We are finally getting our beach episode, folks. Oh my god, and it looks so good. Meteor looks so fucking hot. Mm -hmm. ah! Our warrior light is decided to take a vacation and well-earned one at that. The, the opening theme is a bop. The, I mean... <laughs> I feel like the only thing that got more, at least trailer-wise, the only thing that got more hype or more applause than seeing the Warrior of Light be so fucking hot is a little uh, taco cat that we all got to enjoy. It, okay, so it was, I don't know if it was just me, but it felt like every time they play that trailer, and they play that trailer a lot throughout the two days, every time Graha showed up with that taco, there were screams everywhere. I mean, to be fair, while I was waiting for the Primal concert day two, I joined in on those cheers whenever that came up. So it was like every 15 minutes, and I was I, I unapologetically cheered. So I'm pretty sure at that point it was just more of a meme than actual legit reaction. I mean, it was a little bit of both for me, but yeah, no, it's... We're going to South America, baby! We're going to, like... We're going to, we're like... We're going to fucking, like... Yeah, we're Aztec. going to fucking... Sort of, sort of that kind of like Middle America, Central America sort of vibe. And again, as We're a Hispanic, going to the fucking rainforest. Oh, as a Hispanic, I could not be fucking yeah. happier, dude. I'm fucking ready. Oh man, uh, yeah. So they showed off uh, a very few. There's very, there was very few actual footage because obviously it's way early in development. But they showed us some concepts art, some new races you're gonna meet. A hint 
of the story. It looks like we're going to get involved in some uh, throne politics here. Maybe a, a game of the thrones, if you will. No, no, yeah, I, <laughs> look, they could, cause they, they could call it a song of fire and ice, but I mean, that's just Black Mage's stick, so... <laughs> But uh, oh man, it it just it looks so good. The region looks so great. Obviously, like I said, it's very inspired by like feels like Mexico, Central America. So I'm I'm really mm-hmm. you know the square. If you need somebody that can do a Hispanic accent, I'm your fucking boy. I'm, I'll travel. I'll travel to your. He can send you his demo. Don't worry. I, I I'm bread. <laughs> nah, I'm I'm very excited for. Uh, it just I'm really happy that it seems like they're not doing the what I like to call the DBZ power scaling problem of like, cool, you've saved the realm. The next one is like, oh, you've saved another continent. Cool. Or you saved another kingdom. Great. Then it's, you saved another continent. Cool. Then, you know, Shadowbringers, you saved another world. And then Endwalker, you saved the universe. Cool. Where do we go from now? Beach episode. Fuck it. Just be an adventurer, dude. Like you've earned your break. Here you go. Yeah. I'm so glad that they're doubling down on that. Yeah, it's it honestly I think that's the best call they could have gone for the story here. Um and along with that, they they showed off some of the plans they implemented in 7.0. Uh some big ones include uh some some gear changes as in you can now have two colors on your die colors on your gear. That got the most cheers. Like you could you could tell, you could tell that as soon as that came on screen, Yoshi P had this look on his face of like Man, this is man. Is this really all it takes to like just get a huge bunch of cheers out of you guys? And the answer is yes, yes, it fucking is. Oh my god! He's like, man, Americans really care about their gear. Yes, yes, we do. We we like it. Look, look, Japan and Europe as well. It's just it's not even just Americans. It's for it's fourteen players. We Mm -hmm. all know like the whole meme is glamour is the true end game. But for real, glamour is the true end game. And the fact that I can now in the future. I'm already thinking about a lot of my like current things and being like, okay, what's going to be the second channel for the die? What what color do I want to make it? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although to be fair, I do like the joke of like y'all y'all out here super excited about t- two die channels. Like you guys aren't going to use jet black, jet black. <laughs> oh, um, someone else that they showed off. They sh- they really are excited about the new graphic updates. I'm I'm really excited about the new graphical update. Like it's those models know, look immaculate. I I still stand by. I'm still the kind of person that like good graphics are like a garnish on a really good yes, game. Yes, of course. And well, fourteen happens to be a really good game. So looking at the changes between like all of the races and everything, and just the even even just a small little graphical fidelity things, it makes me really happy to see that they're that they're going all in on just really bringing this game up to the next level um one thing i was kind of surprised about is no update on female rothgars i a lot of people were talking about that um after the first day i was chatting with a couple of people in like the Mm -hmm. the audience like right near the end of the of the keynote um Mm -hmm. and some of them and a lot of them were like me included was like man that would have been such a time, like while they were going through every races, like before and after, yeah, to that just, would have been to just the best be like, way to do it. Here's female Hrothgar. Oh, just throw that away, and then like after at the end of it, be like, so I've seen, you know, you've seen the new graphical updates, and maybe you saw a little bonus there, and just not talk about it. Yeah. So, what do you think? Does she maybe show off a hint of that in the next couple of fan fests? I'm I'm really hoping so because I know. 
here's the thing. I, I forgot when male Vieira was announced. I don't remember if that was Europe or if that was Japan, but I mm. do think they're going to be doing an announcement probably similar to that. Or I, I think it'll be like either a surprise that they'll just sneak in there or like maybe at the end of the uh, end of a bunch of regular announcements, they'll be like, oh, wait, we have one more thing. Play the video. And it'll be just like with the male Vieira. We'll see the female mm-hmm. Hrothgar. And I'm going to be mm-hmm. like, yes, Dami Mommy, let's go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can we can hope. Uh, I just I just thought it was so weird. that he was like, oh, I know you're all thinking about it, but, uh, you know, we, we, we are not ready to show anything yet. But the fact that they didn't acknowledge it was kind of just kind of weird to me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's the first of three fan fests. So, like, you really got to trickle it down. That's why they True. didn't. They, that's why the only thing they announced gameplay wise in terms of new jobs was. It, there will be two new G- DPS classes. One of them is a melee. Another one is going to be a caster. And I am of the camp, ninety nine per fucking cent sure. It, the me- the melee is going to be corsair slash pirate. And what? And he's going to use nunchucks. I, he's going to use a. He's going to use a. a, 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 a t-shirt and everyone's trying to figure look, out what what that means. Look, I'm I'm telling you, man. It's the whole pirates versus ninja thing all right ninja turtles pirates versus ninja has been a rivalry since internet immemorial all right pirates right and you saw in the trailer he was wielding a one-handed sword kind of like a saber what they didn't show was him pulling out the fucking blunderbuss ready to shoot that guy in the face after his cloak burns i'm calling it right the fuck now You know what? That's actually with good theory crafting. I may join you on that camp, but I'm still holding off that there's going to be a turtle class. I, I, one of my one of my FC mates that was next to me was like, "Ah, yes, finally, my favorite class, teenager." <laughs> <laughs> teenager with a fucking nunchuck. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, oh, and the, other, and the other one being a uh, caster. So yeah, I I honestly do not know that I've heard I've heard green mage, I've heard geomancer, I've heard time mage. I don't know at this point. I I got nothing. Maybe we'll see, yes. we'll probably see it. We'll we'll see. We'll wait till the next shirt. We'll wait till the next shirt and then watch it be a very esoteric fucking like connection to the actual thing. I'm still a little bit flabbergasted by the fucking Spider-Man into Samurai-me into Samurai. That one I yeah, still that... think is, like, the, the most, like, obtuse one yet, but I love Yoshi for it. Three separate people tried to explain that to me, and I still don't fully get it. So, okay, so the director of the Spider-Man <laughs> films four. At, at the time was, was a guy named Sam Raimi, right? You take it together, Sam, Sam Raimi. Oh, and dear then, God, and then, and then yeah. Sam, and then Samurai. That's all it fucking was. It was such a stupid reason, but God damn it, Yoshi, I love you for it. <laughs> uh, okay, some other stuff that they announced for 7.0. Uh, housing stuff updates. Obviously, that's going to be neat. A lot of people who are, care about oh, that yeah, stuff are really happy with it. Doubling the house. Was it doubling the furnishings? Yeah, so we're listening cre- or the very least increasing it. Oh, yeah, classes, dude. Classes, classes, classes are now a separate piece of uh, equipment. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you said classes. Right. Sorry. Oh, no glasses. Gla- dude. Glasses, as in I can finally wear a hat and glasses and not be blind. And even even better, they're they're literally just an accessory slot. They're not gear. Yep. They're not you yep. know. Oh, you need another. You need the eye level six hundred glasses in order to raid with no. Mm-mm. It's it's all just cosmetic. I, I'll, I'll be honest. 
I would have been really fucking salty if they're like, hey, we're taking out belts. Okay, by the way, we're putting up another accessory. Good luck. <laughs> we're taking out belts and we're giving you another item, but hey, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So yeah, so I'm I'm again as a as a as a person who self inserted himself and I wear glasses. Uh, while I don't often wear a lot of hats, I am very happy to have that option. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm I'm literally like going through some lodestone announcements here. Um. If if you had Fall Guys FF14 crossover on your yeah, bingo card for FanFest, no, you fucking didn't. You fucking you liar. You are a fucking liar if you said you predicted that. You either are a liar or you had some inside information and you should be arrested for that and that, that doesn't that doesn't count. That's cheating. So there's a yeah, reason why that's illegal. Sorry, it was it was fun. Oh my god, was that a was was that a little brushed saying? <laughs> Any, but yes, uh, no, um, uh, they they played a trailer of a bunch of like Fall Guys cosmetics and like a whole like Fall Guys pass coming. Yeah, uh, Alex Node and Alice yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, sorry, an FF14 themed pass go, coming into Fall Guys. Which seems actually really heckin' cool. If I was more into Fall Guys and also having to play 14, hell yeah. They put a lot of work into the costumes. It looks really heckin' neat. And then Yoshi stopped and was like, by the way, guys, this is a crossover. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means. And then played a video of what appears to be a, a Fall Guys course in 14. And, or, or Sorry, showed screenshots of it. And I'm just like... Oh no, I'm gonna yep. play the fuck out of this. Coming soon to the gold saucer, Fallout, Fall, 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 Fall Guys courses. Fall, Fall, complete, Fall, Fall Guys boys. With a proper UI. I'm, That's the most bizarre part. The I'm, UI is exactly the same. God, I'm so excited for it. Like, I, lo- I love it when they just embrace silly stuff like this. Like, I know. I know it's the whole, like, oh, my immersion or whatever. Bro, we have, like, motorcycles and, like, cars and shit in the game at this point. Like, immersion's kind of relative, you know. It's it's just, just have fun with it, you know. It's it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I, I like it. You know, you don't have to use the crazy cosmetics if you don't want to. And if you want to fan in away all the non-canon stuff, then you can still do that. It's still fine. Just let people have fun. Let people enjoy themselves. It's been, mm-hmm. it's a 10-year-old game. At this point, like, I'm glad they're, they're kind of, like, getting a little bit of extra, you know, special collaboration stuff with it. Speaking of collaboration, probably the biggest announcement, at least from our perspective as, like, guys who have to follow the game industry, mm-hmm. this was probably the biggest piece of news to come out of uh, FanFest outside the actual, like, point of content hold on, hold on. before before you do i th- i just want to say when yoshi p said those two words i'm pretty sure we both we both the idea happened when yoshi p was like phil spencer are you fucking kidding me was like literally my reaction of just like wait a minute i know that name why does that name sound familiar and then he said microsoft executive and i'm like Oh no! I know why they're here. Oh, I know what's happening. And then as soon as he, as soon as he comes up, and in his and his very iconic fit in his very iconic Phil Spencer cadence, he mm-hmm. will always tend to emphasize 
words, but we'll always, always talk about the gamers. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that was, take, I'm a little, take, I'm, take, take a shot every time Phil Spencer said gamer during that. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. Final Fantasy 14 coming to Xbox Series X and S. I'm, honestly, they finally made a deal happen. I'm, real talk, I'm happy about this. I legitimately am. I know there's a lot yeah. of people out there that are like, ooh, my Xbox game is it. No. No, fuck it. Fuck you. You had you had the same fucking reaction when the WoW people came in. Just just mm-hmm. police the community, and if they're shitters, then, you know, deal with the shitters. But you know what? For the people out there that just have Xbox that have been wanting to play Final Fantasy XIV, guess fucking what? They're going to enjoy it. They're excited. Let people enjoy things. Let people have, let people have fun, you know? This can only benefit fourteen in the long run. Because you gonna... are increasing the player base, and then guess what? All you FC leads, time to start recruiting. Yep, time to start recruiting. There's going to be a bunch of new players, and guess what? Those new players are going to bring new player bonuses with them. All of you people who like to do the whole wondrous tales, bam, enjoy your bonus points. Enjoy your extra tombstone for your tombstone grinders. Done, done, and done. This is good. This is this is this is an overall good thing, and then seeing that very awkward three person. <laughs> that three, okay, between... yeah, that that three person handshake was really fucking funny. It was kind of cringe. I now I can't confirm this, mm-hmm. but I heard that the whole reason why this deal took so long and stuff, and I do not remember because so so I'm gonna say right up front, this is all hearsay from me. Please go out there and double check. I know it's weird. Please treat this as speculation. Yeah, like like this is like I'm so I know we're a gaming podcast, but this is the one thing that I'm like I couldn't properly do research on beforehand because mm-hmm. I'm really fucking tired. Also, yeah, I admittedly don't. I'm not gonna play on Xbox and I, and I don't play on Sony. Um, but if I remember right, people who play on PlayStation don't need PlayStation Plus in order to connect to 14. It is a Standalone, if you buy 14, you can play online and you don't need any extra fluff. And I believe the biggest part of the deal for Xbox was doing the exact same thing where you didn't require Xbox Live. If you buy it and you have an internet connection, then you can play. So I, know that- I will help you out and I will confirm that uh, Sony does not require PS Plus to play 14. All right. So then, yeah, in, in that case, yes, then I, I'm pretty sure that was like the biggest part of the deal was like saying, hey, look. We're already, and, and I completely agree with 14 stance in that case. Like, we, if yeah. you're a strictly online game and you want to connect with other players, one, you being able to support that kind of crossplay, and two, uh, not requiring your online subscription service in order to mm-hmm. do it because you're already paying a subscription service to Square. 100%. Because, like, obviously, if you if you buy it on, like, PC, you don't have to do that. So why punish the console players by making them mm-hmm. subscribe twice? And I can almost guarantee you that's why Phil Spencer, in his Phil Spencer way, did not immediately follow up with and coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, because you you know that if they put that on Game Pass, it's not gonna they they'd be they'd be losing out on a lot of money. Which honestly, I can I can kind of understand. But you know what? If if paying for and the, the last game, thing you want to do is lose out a lot of money after you get a six billion dollar deal done. Yeah, but that's another episode. God. But no, so, like, yeah, it, it the announcements themselves were really fun, really cool. Um, I, I don't think we need to go into like the whole n- new next patch thing because it was pretty standard, no, 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 you know, yeah, it's pretty standard stuff. Um, yeah, not even the trailers to talk about, so yeah. So, 
that brings us to the event itself. So, uh, I, I, I think I, I struck I was trying to go with, I, I kind of want to talk about some pain points because there's a few pain points I have here. I got to get it out there, but I do have a lot of good things to say about the event too. What do, I, what do you think I, about that? I actually completely agree. Cause we started off with the whole announcements being really excited, showing how much we love 14 and how mm -hmm. much yeah. I, I've been playing this game since 2.1 and I mm -hmm. have not unsubbed uh, like even when i didn't play for like three months or whatever and just checked in for my house or like six months mm -hmm. and i only did stuff for my house and whatnot i still mm -hmm. get my sub going because i love the game and i love the community um but that's not without saying that we can't be critical of it because we love the game so much mm -hmm. and this year's fan fest one it was fucking huge what yes and, and this is and keep in mind this was capped yeah this was so i guess that's the bit that's that's the first pain point isn't it is the is the lottery system yeah that's always going to be a pain point for it's, a lot of people wasn't for us but we're we're obviously we, speaking out of fucking privilege. yeah but even then i'm i will admit i it's a very japanese thing to do a lot of Japanese cues and stuff are done with a lottery system and I get mm -hmm. it like the housing system is done on that on that kind of system now I get it it technically is a very fair way to do it that doesn't punish people that are a little bit later or you know mm -hmm. couldn't make it and camp out yeah. early I get it it's really cool that doesn't mean it also still like doesn't have its own little pain points of like you know I signed up to get this and you know, I I was ready to spend money and now I can't, but my friend did, ah, or like or like yeah. like you know God's help you if you if like you were like the one person in your FC that didn't get to join, I should know mm. because we've had a couple of members of our FC do that. Oh, that's who, unfortunate. Who still wanted who still came and they they still flew out. Um and we still hung out with them. And it was fun. Mm -hmm. But yeah. like I felt really bad mm -hmm. that you know they couldn't fully enjoy the the thing that being said i if i'm being honest i can't think of any alternative solution that would work out better yeah no that's that's that, i i but, i i agree with that cuz there there yeah. uh, the other way is like what first come first serve which oh, really God. which would really benefit scalpers and shit <laughs> so it's like you know it's it's a pain point but unfortunately it is a pain point that i do not have a better solution for either Mm -hmm. So honestly, I'm willing to make the best of that kind mm -hmm. of situation. So let's talk about the people who did make it in there. Um, hey, Antonio, how long did it get you to get inside the event there for the keynote? Boy, I just snuck in under the uh, under the the like the time. I got in at ten. Uh, sorry, I got in at nine fifty. Um, I mm -hmm. was standing in line since about 8.30 or so <laughs> in Shit. the Vegas morning sun, which was still... Which is still like 105 degrees. Mm, I'd say more like 90-something, but even then, it's like that's when the sun still starts to kind of beat down on you, and mm -hmm. uh, I was definitely feeling it. Caveat, caveat yeah. is that once the line started really moving and people started to really get in the doors, it moved consistently. And I was literally all the way back to where level up was in the South hall. Oh, or geez. Wh wh where the level up 
you know, entrance would would be. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. The South Hall, yeah. I was I was I was there at at those doors and that line was thankfully behind me, but that line was like wrapped like three times like back and forth snaked. Um but from where I was, when the line really started moving, it took me like 20 minutes mm-hmm. to get from, from back I, to front. On my end here, we got there at roughly 8 o'clock, give or take. Uh, we managed to be able to wait inside the main hall, like the entrance, like right before the security check. Mm-hmm. Um, by 9 o'clock, we were still waiting. By 9.15, we still weren't moving. By 9.20, we finally started moving and took so long and it turns out because i was until i found out later like it's because everyone who got there like at seven o'clock because you know they're crazy and are they're that dedicated were able to literally be snaked inside the area around that's like near the merchant merch area and snaked there and then they were able to like lead them in there so they literally had to they had a really early queue and the on-time queue yeah and that's that's kind of yes and also doubly so because the 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 program said that security check opened at seven. Yes, and it did not. No, it did not. That like, being said, was... security was like was relatively easy. I'll give it that. Mm. Uh... Well, from in my experience, it was all because didn't really. No, 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 no. You're right. Security yeah. was relatively easy, and uh, this may seem weird. But that's a problem that I have with it. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I can I, see why you do in, have a concern about that. In in walking between the little metal detector, object detector things, I yeah. was not stopped once for my bag to be checked. Yeah. And I so I came in with that Final Fantasy, you know, goodie bag, goodie bag, which was yep. relatively small. You can only carry a little bit of stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but. My concern is like my concern was that that was that web that you know not to not to just all of a sudden kind of make it a little bit morbid, but it, being honest in where we live and the shit that we have to fucking stuff deal with could in this be country, snuck in in those bags. A, a weapon could that. be snuck in that bag. Yeah. Stuff that's just not kosher could have been snuck in those bags really easy. And if you walked in with enough confidence or whatever. You mm-hmm. some some serious stuff could have gone down, and just as mm-hmm. somebody who is constantly, mm-hmm. I'm the kind of guy that will like walk into a, a hall or like even when I walk into a restaurant, I'll make note of like the emergency exits and like I'll always yeah. like, sit towards the mm-hmm. front just in case mm-hmm. something happens because mm-hmm. uh, I like to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody who is is that kind of paranoid, it it worries me. It worried me a lot, and I'm glad nothing happened. But even mm-hmm. then, it's like a mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind a little bit more of like a even just a cursory bag check to catch some obvious mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And another big pain point I had was line management. That, what organization? That, that what organization? What organization? Yeah. No, hey, I, 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 everyone I, follow the uh, zigzag pattern on the floor on tape. Not a lot of people did. Yeah. No. I <laughs> like like it, okay. In some events, they did. In some events, it was a little bit easier than others. Lord help you if you were in the battle line or God forbid the merch line. Oh, let's go. Let's let's transition into this. Let's talk about that process of trying to get to the merch or battle challenge line. Because okay, so I signed up for a a battle challenge the first mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. I canceled my reservation after hearing of my wife's experience with it. <laughs> um, where it 
something happened. I don't know what happened, but something happened and their like whole system kind of fucking shut down like in the morning of the first and it turned into a, oh yeah, it doesn't matter what time your reservation is. If you have a reservation and a code, just get in line. We'll get you when we get you. And oh, boy, howdy, that turned fucking chaotic. I saw the result of that because I saw people literally lined up blocking the entrance. Yeah. Like literally right past security. There was a line coming in. There were multiple, because it was snaked multiple times. So you had to go through layers of people to even enter the convention, which that's that's not good. No, it ain't. Especially also when you're blocking the ADA entrance. Mm hmm. Um, and, and, Let's talk about trying to buy merch here real quick, because this is why I pre-ordered everything that I wanted. I got mm -hmm. the shirt that I'm literally wearing right now. I mm -hmm. got uh, a crystal standee of of the Lady of Light, and oh, I got I, I did. They sold out by the time I got there. I was so sad. Mm -hmm. And and I got the reversible jacket, but. I pre-ordered all of those online and just had those shipped to me because I yeah. had experience back in 2016's FanFest with their crazy merch line, so I wasn't chancing that again. And boy, mm -hmm. howdy, it seems like I dodged a fucking bullet. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, yeah, so I, I, by it was like by 1 o'clock on Friday, everyone got the notification on the app that, hey, hey, sorry, we're out of tickets. There's no one else getting into the merch line. Yeah, that, that merch line was capped by 1 p.m. And I think it was capped by, like, noon the next day. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I can guarantee... I, I can start, I can recap that part. On the second day, I can... And it's only very lucky that uh, Ashley was able to get, like, an ADA special early access to the ticket uh, merch booth. It was by, like, 10.30, the merch line Jesus. ran out of tickets. Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here's a funny thing. Me and Ashley were get, got into the battle challenge like at one o'clock, and you know that was that was actually relatively smooth because they obviously learned their lesson from that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, I heard the battle challenge day two was a lot yeah. smoother than mm -hmm. day one. We literally after we were doing the battle challenge, we literally walked over to the merch section, and even though we were like an hour early, <laughs> they let us shop. Well, and yeah. and that and, and that that's that's another because thing. it was empty. It was like no one there. Oh. Jesus. It was like they got a point like everyone so they saw that it seems like everyone gave up and so no one showed up and so they're like yeah, fuck it go ahead and shop. Wow. That's it's just oh God. God I just man. Didn't fully, I just questioned the they could, it, it could have been an easier place to line up people for merch that wasn't so obtrusive. Yeah, like, like uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna put the onus because uh, I don't know who specifically the onus should be on, but I feel like all of this line miscommunication or or line mismanagement and queue mismanagement and just general mismanagement on a lot of the events and stuff was due to miscommunication between the venue staff and the square staff because those mm -hmm. were they were kind of like intermingled. Yes, they're and, they're separate. Yeah, yeah, like mm -hmm. it was it was a little tough there, mm -hmm. but. Honestly, like the management part of the event left a lot to be desired. Mm -hmm. The heart and, and the yeah. spirit of the event, however, I feel delivered in fucking spades. 
Oh yeah, I no, I felt that good positive energy just being in that crowd of people who just absolutely adore this game. And as a guy who came in relatively late and took like five different tries to get into this game, um, yeah, I I never fully more understood like why all you love this community so much why you guys love this game so much and why you guys love being together so much than these two days like the concerts who shout out to the two concerts the piano concert and the primals concerts they were both fantastic both gave me tears absolutely and and like just uh, once i it's funny because me and me and nat were talking about that um Mm -hmm. after the end of the first day because we're like we were kind of in that mood after the first day of like i don't know if the fan fest ticket was really worth it because of like the crazy shenanigans and you know yeah the, you know the line issues and whatnot and then we thought about it and we're like you're paying a hundred dollars essentially for each night for a concert mm-hmm. and the yeah. ability to mingle with fans of a game that you really enjoy exactly you know what that's that's fucking worth it that so is as, worth it. As as soon as we started seeing it like that, like we we started chatting with. I mean, we were already chatting with people in line. We were taking pictures mm-hmm. with cosplayers. God damn, the cosplay players are on. Oh the yeah, you guys. Point. They came out. The cosplayers and came out. I will personally say I loved the design of the events and the areas in this. In this, the fact that you could have a little dance party at Mara Lamentorum with the oh with those the, sets were amazing. Lopert set. The yeah. I didn't get to really do the pandemonium thing because that line was fucking crazy. Um, mm-hmm. but like getting to relax at Razathan in like the different that was chairs, nice. that, was, nice that was fucking cool. Uh, it was just so so neat to see the sets and and personally, huge, huge fucking titan size, huge shout out to the to the to the people who were working as the gleaners, which were the NPC oh, yeah. people that gave out, yeah, that, that gave out the quests, the little like mini quests that you got to do uh, to keep you busy during the fan fest. Mm-hmm. Those people were fucking in character. They were having a great time. They were like calling people like, oh yes, I've heard your name throughout the realms. And I think you'd be a wonderful adventurer to take a part. I my nearly quest. caused one to break character by being a smart ass. Yeah, like it's it's just it's so it was so cool. And like for just a moment, it it felt like I was like there, like I, I'm, I'm me, and I'm playing Final mm-hmm. Fantasy in real life, and this is just really cool. Like, it, it, it just was that little extra touch that they, they didn't need to do, but they did no. it, and like it, again, just made me feel like more of the community. And that's, that, that's not even talking about. Or, mm-hmm. Sorry, go on. They went so over the top. It made me feel bad that by the second day they were just giving away the prizes for completing the quests. Yeah, like like I I, I <laughs> because honestly, they didn't want to deal with the app. Yeah, like I I honestly I honestly just like I even chatted a couple up just because and like they were just they were just so cool. It was just yeah. so fucking neat. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll be honest, like if it wasn't for the fact that you had to stand there for like a long time, like. I will admit kudos again on either the venue staff or Square for giving them fatigue mat mat so their feet don't get completely tired. Oh, yeah. Good job yep. on you. Um and, mm-hmm. and giving them breaks. Big thank you for mm-hmm. you know for that. I mm-hmm. I personally would wouldn't mind doing that myself. Like that that looked really fucking fun. Um mm-hmm. but you were talking about how it's it's just a different feel when you meet up with members of the community and you could see why we love this game so much and why mm-hmm. we continue to play it. And and part of that I feel is the the fact that you can see like you know Yoshi P and the dev team up there giving the announcements, and then like later on, you'll see them walking the floor. You can catch yeah. them like just on the floor, like 
you know, they'll, you can they'll catch Yoshi P literally chilling on the floor during the PvP uh, championships. Yeah, Koji was walking around, you know, saying hi to people, obviously getting gifts. My my wife made a couple of gifts that we had to give to Square staff, but were assured by the end of the second night that we were assured that like they had got them. And oh, it was just, it was, it was so fucking cool. And like, again, getting to meet a bunch of different warriors of like, and to see what, you know, you know, talk about characters and classes and so many people had like things to give, like little like stickers or like you mm-hmm. know, business cards. My FC made these fucking coins for oh, that yeah. had, no, that you, had got, like our, you gave me one and that was great. Yeah. Thank you for that. And, and like, they put in so much effort just to like spread the word and just kind of like make a, make a memorable experience for meeting somebody. I got like a, I got like acrylic charms and like other like cool little like rings and stuff just because I talked to like a cosplayer. I know some people that had like that got like handwritten letters. Oh, in, wow. in that were like in character of the character that they cosplayed. And I'm just sitting there like, bruh, this is a two day of fucking vent. And you are you are putting you are putting effort into into a character interaction that puts Disneyland to shame. Yeah. God, I love and this it, community. Yeah, and um, and like I said, we mentioned the concerts. They were God, both the, amazing for different reasons. I like, I cried at Flow during the first mm-hmm. concert. Like everybody shed tears, mm-hmm. and then of course everybody's playing their new favorite stuff in the. In the Primals concert, everybody was rocking out. I didn't think I'd have enough energy to rock out during the Primals concert, but it's yeah. like, like as soon as that it was like, so first, infectious, yeah, yeah. As as soon as that first song came on and and Locust starts playing, I'm just like, nah, fuck it, we ball. And, and uh, I I can add to this one here. I managed to get tickets to a Orzian Symphony. Yes, so this was a uh, extra. Well, I wouldn't say extra. It was a it was a separate event. Mm-hmm. that they scheduled for the Sunday of this weekend. I mm-hmm. forgot that this was a thing, so I unfortunately was not able to get tickets. But it yep. was it's essentially an, we we had the piano concert for FanFest, we had the rock concert mm-hmm. for the second day of FanFest, and then to wrap it all up, there was an entire orchestral symphony that wasn't just 14 related. I believe it was just general. No, 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 it was it was all 14. Oh, it was all 14? Okay, never it mind. It was all 14. Um and yeah, there was still that very same energy there. We saw, I saw, we saw some cosplayers there that were like dressed up as the characters in like gala f- outfits. It was actually really neat, and I oh, kind of felt like a, sh- I, I kind of felt like a schluck in my elaborate t-shirt and jeans. Look, look, man. All right, you know what? This is this this is just it's it's the same it's the same feeling that you get when you're in like Duty Finder and you have a roulette where like somebody has like this amazingly gorgeous outfit and you're just sitting there in like your t-shirt and like your jeans and I'm just like. Yeah, I'm ready to shoot things with my machinist. Let's go. <laughs> that's and yes, yeah, and then you have this Roth guy who's like half naked. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you you got to. That's that's obligatory. Yeah. Um, and that was a ton of fun. It was what I loved was all three different concert events were so different, and none felt the same. Even if even though they played the same songs, like hearing "Close in the Distance," "Close in the Distance" with an orchestra backing. Like it sounded way different, but it was just as moving as the original. Um, flow with a full on orchestra. I thought I couldn't cry again. Nope, I was wrong. And uh, they gave us not one, not two, but three encore songs. Let's and go. They, what, they what even were the, they? Where the conductor, um, 
Um, first encore was a Worlds Apart. Oh. Uh, which is like the main theme of Final Fantasy arrangement. Mm-hmm. Second one was um, was End Caller. Oh, the the yeah, uh, the End Singer um, yep. boss song. First half, yeah, the first uh, phase phase boss song, yeah. Mm. And the the final final encore was um. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. It's I am that tired right now. Which which what where does it play? It uh. It was. It's a song when you and Zeno's launching the space to kick um, their ass. Um, oh, the 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 the. De- da, 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 yes, da, yeah, but it, yeah, but, yeah. It, but it also has like your theme overlaid on it too. Yes, yes, yeah. I I can't remember the name right now because I'm so fucking exhausted. But that was the final uh, encore, and that one was a good one to end oh, on. Oh my god, hell yeah! Also, there was a moment when they played "Closing the Distance." They literally instructed everyone, like, you'll, you'll know when the conductor pulls out his Elpis, their Elpis flower, sorry, her, sorry, Elpis flower, everyone in the audience who had one, like, just pulled out their Elpis flower, and it was lit up, and it was so immersive, actually. That was a really oh, neat I would have, I would have, if I wasn't already crying by then, if I yeah. was there, I would have been sobbing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm glad I managed to get tickets to that. I'm, and I'm, I'm glad you had an awesome experience, dude. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was our first fan fest in like five ish years, I wanna say. That was that was my second fan fest ever. Now mm-hmm. for the big question. If it happens again in Vegas, would you go? Yeah, why not? I I, I will try again. I will keep on trying to go to this, to this event every chance I get. I I, 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 I it's not so much even that even though I fall off the game for like a year, I'll still go just to be around the community because it's such a great community to be around for the most part that that I, I'll go just for that. I'll be honest, I'm feeling the exact same. Like yeah. Yeah. Like here's the thing. With all the line problems and stuff, I will admit, from my experiences in 2016, I had a feeling that I was going to be dealing with it. So as soon as I started to hear problems with like the battle challenge, especially when the battle challenge was like, oh, you don't you it's really only a sneak preview. You don't get a shirt or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, if I skip it, I skip it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't care about the event. I didn't obviously didn't care about merch because I pre-ordered. I mm-hmm. didn't care about like completing the quest. But thankfully, you know, Nat got me a poster anyway, because mm-hmm. he, like you said, the second day they would just stopped caring. Um, yeah. But I just liked doing the little activities just to do them. I liked getting pictures of cosplayers, meeting people, obviously shilling my own self because uh, I brought my business cards. Um, nice. But like just in general, just meeting the community. And that's what I went into this fan fest wanting to do was to mingle with the mm-hmm. community and mm-hmm. kind of reimmerse myself into 14 after being very, very on and off with it, even for like these last two patches, patch cycles. And yeah, like the fact that I never felt more elder millennial than during this weekend because of how much my feet and my back hurt throughout the whole thing and how much I was, I almost went full care in some plot spots because of how disorganized things were. Yeah. The fact that I still want to go to this in the future says a lot. Mm-hmm. And and I, I absolutely would like like I'll I'll always keep my expectations for FanFest a little bit tempered at least in the organizational side. Mm-hmm. So I, it's more of a I I'll, I'll do whatever events they have for the fun of it, 
and I want to meet people. And as long as that they can provide that, even if I complain again and again about management, I know at as the end of the day, I will, we will. Yeah, absolutely. And and I won't stop. Because <laughs> side note, I, I need to bitch about this real quick. Because uh, after the second day, I was parked in the silver lot. It took, I, and I will call it now, leaving Convention Center Savage because it took me like 30 minutes to get out of that fucking parking lot. Oh my god, dude. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's it's. But again, for the community and mm-hmm. to actually get out there and, you know, support the devs, get to see them feel like they actually care, you know, that they're, yeah. that they're just people. Uh, mm-hmm. We made Ishikawa cry. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that's this good old family fashion revenge yeah oh, god how dare for making us cry yeah right. she, she's such a good writer i'm so glad she really is but yeah no i'd 100 do it again yep and i think there's no other way to end it than that dude i think we just had it right there so thank you guys so much for listening to our fan fest Literally right after recap review, um, we are unbelievably tired, but we had a great time. I hope that you listened to some of our advice that we put out there uh, a couple of months ago, um, and I hope it worked, because it, it worked it, out for you. Because it all applied. It really did all apply. Like, shit that we were going through, like, oh, shit, yeah, I hope people the, listen to the, our... The sunlight, the temperature, the water, the everything. The price of food. The price of not even just the price, the availability. Yeah. I we me and Nat made sure to eat a big meal before the we went to the convention center both days and we were so much better for it. Yeah, you were better, definitely better off. So and um as always, don't forget to leave us a rating, a review on where you ever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on our personal socials, uh Antonio. Yeah, you can you can find me streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash AKL Trifecta. You can also find me on, uh, I'm still calling it Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, and YouTube, also AKL Trifecta. You ruined my little ration, Musk. Too, too bad. We're still using Twitter. Mm-hmm. As for myself, you can find me on Twitch, TikTok, possibly kicking the future. Keep an eye out for that one. And... You can catch my hot exes on X, Danyan Senpai. That sounds so bad. (laughs) Oh, I hated that so much. Keep that it. Keep that it. You better keep you better own that. You you better own that shit. That's your sin to bear. Yep. That some somebody clipped that and take it out of context. Like, hell, I deserve (laughs) that. Uh Thank you guys so much for listening to another Save Point Session, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.